if you are listening today, you most likely know someone who is the age 65 and older. Did you know that those who are 65 and older are two times more likely to die in a kitchen fire? It's crazy. Unbelievable. Well, we are going to tackle this very topic. I know for me, I was always worried about my parents and whether they were going to leave the stove on. So right after a word from our sponsors, we're going to bring on a guest who's going to talk about this very topic and how we can solve it. This incredible show made possible by our wonderful sponsors, Assured Senior Living, Love, It's What We Do, and Serenity Engage, where care connects. Now, a brief message from Serenity Engage. Serenity connects aging service providers, older adults, and their loved ones in a single network. Our web, mobile, and smart assistance products power the network that enables real-time HIPAA-compliant communication, collaboration, and education. When we care together, providers increase revenue and lower expenses, older adults receive better care, and family has greater peace of mind. And we are back. And with that, we are going to bring on our incredible guest, Akshita, who is the founder of OM. I don't want to do too much. I want you to do the talking because your story is incredible. So welcome. Thank you, Francis and Catherine. It is such an honor to be here. Love what you guys do at Mavericks of Senior Living and excited to talk more. Wonderful. So kind of give us your why. How did we end up here today? Because obviously you, like you said, you had a degree in neuroscience, yet here we are with a, a, an incredible application for the stove. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. So uh, I started this company really to bring the same level of peace of mind and safety in the kitchen that we have everywhere else, right? And like you said, my background's in neuroscience, never expected to know so much about kitchen appliances, never wanted to know about kitchen appliances. Um, and I decided to take a few gap years after I graduated from college. Uh, I was supposed to go to med school. I thought I was, I was going to do that my entire life. And during those gap years, uh, watched a lot of Shark Tank, got very inspired. Uh, right. wanted to start something myself, didn't know what it would be. And in that time, my mom, who was just diagnosed with Parkinson's a few years before that, just left the stove on one too many times, started a kitchen fire. And it was a reality check on so many levels, right? So one, the smart home exploded after Nest was acquired, um, all these home safety and security devices, but the kitchen had nothing. And then secondly, my parents are getting older and they're not planning on moving out of their house anytime soon. And my mom, uh, for the first time, I realized that her life was actually changing. Um, mm -hmm. And that she loves to do every day are becoming more difficult. And so I went down a bit of a rabbit hole about what's happening in the smart kitchen and who are the players and why aren't we really building technology that's meaningful and valuable and realized that there was a, an opportunity to build a retrofit type solution like your smart door locks and doorbells and thermostats for your kitchen because your smart your appliances last 10 15 20 years so we're not really buy one unless it breaks or we build a new house so i thought how hard could it possibly be to build a connected device right it's like <laughs> plastic, a motor a board you put it together even in a box <laughs> literally how easy i thought it would be um, ignorance was bliss and i'm glad it was because i would not have started at all um but obviously it was a bit more than that, but right. what we ended up creating is the only retrofit system on the market today that can turn your standard gas or electric stove into a smart appliance without the need for a new one. So I've got a little stove back here. Um, the way it works is very simple. We basically have a smart stove knob that works exactly like your regular stove knob. So you push, you turn, 
The only difference is that that device is Wi-Fi connected. It's got a built-in motor. So we can automatically and proactively through our app here, actually turn the burner off or turn it to a different temperature and you'll see it rotating right there. Whoa. With the touch of a button. Wait, hold on, hold on. So if you're in the house, let's say my parents are at their house and I've noticed this has been on for 30 minutes. I just, you know, right. I could just pull my phone up and say, hey, turn it off. Yes. So Francis, not only can you turn it off, but we also have an automatic shut off. So if you forget and you get distracted, you can set a timer so that after 30 minutes, if wow. automatically turn off for you so that you don't have to worry about it, you will get a notification knowing that everything is off. Um, so we do have the ability to proactively do something for you, but then you can also retain that access through our smartphone from anytime, anywhere. Whoa. Um, that, yeah. wow. Now this might seem, maybe I'm getting down a rabbit hole here, but can you start to see maybe cognitive changes by someone that starts to leave this on a little more often and the safety feature kicks in? Because to me, that's almost another metric to gauge. Maybe there's something going on with my mom or dad or spouse or something. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so much data that comes from these smart devices. But uh, I think what we've realized over the last decade is that data for the sake of data doesn't mean anything. Can you actually turn that into something that is meaningful yeah. and actionable for someone? And so to your point, what we started to realize in the last year and a half as we ship product is one that our target consumers tend to be middle-aged adults who have young kids at home, but who also have aging family members. And so they were buying multiple sets, installing this for mom or dad, then monitoring from our app through their phone. Um, and so then we realized, okay, is there an opportunity to tackle this aging in place? And let's let's go to senior living communities, right? That have independent living units where yep. safety, peace of mind is a huge priority, risk mitigation of a building fire. But then also, can we unobtrusively um, provide a profile, a resident profile of general well-being based on cooking activity. So we can detect how often someone cooks, what time of day they cook, how long they're cooking for, sure. when that auto shutoff engages, how often it does. And what we're doing with those insights is actually building, you know, a, um, uh, a profile that can alert a caregiver, a family member, if something looks off, right? So right. If aberrant behavior. All of a sudden, mom didn't cook for four days. Um, so maybe you should go and check on her. And we actually are partnering with Whirlpool and Residio, Honeywell's consumer arm, to build a more holistic picture of what's happening in a in an apartment. So are they opening the fridge door? Are they doing their laundry? Are they even in the kitchen? And so I think there is so much we can do with this data. And the first thing we're doing is better understanding, hey, is you know, mom, dad on okay. And are they doing the things that they normally do every day? Well, I, I think too, what I really like I'm hearing about this is it's not an invasion of privacy. Right. Yeah. Very, uh, very non-obtrusive and um, it, just peace of mind for anybody. My husband takes Ambien to sleep at night and has for a really long time. And many times I've gotten up and the stove is still on yeah. <laughs> and that's no bueno. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't know it. He's not thinking about it, that this would be a very simple thing. And I actually was thinking, this is interesting because I was thinking, do we have to go buy a new smart stove? Is that like that? And that's a major investment. And knowing about things like this and thinking about independent living and thinking about aging at home. And we're big advocates of age at home as long as it makes sense. Right. And this can help with that. Well, I even think uh, off what Ashkita said, the independent living component here, right? It, 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 that's a huge element that is often overlooked, right? We assume that 
they're independent, right? And, and I would, you know, a lot of them are, but there are some health and cognitive challenges that are rising even in independent living. Yes. The joke in the industry is independent living is what assisted living used to be 10 years ago, right? Assisted is what memory care used to be 10 years ago. And memory care is what skilled used to be 10 years ago. So we know in independent living, we have some cognitive challenges, not yeah. dementia, maybe just mild. Right. But at the end of the day, what is something, we have a safety element that can set a timer that says, look, we're turning this off after 10 minutes or 15 or seven, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. That is incredible. You've now reduced this stigma around someone that's, I can't remember. I can't believe I forgot to turn the stove on. Right. It's the independence right. and the agency that it gives them. Correct. And then the, the peace of mind for families. So mm -hmm. just to be clear for our audience, family member doesn't have to be on the same Wi-Fi, correct? No. Okay. So from Colorado, Francis would be able to monitor his parents in another state. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. So yeah, actually, everything. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's how, let's talk kind of, I mean, is it, is, am I like, a, do I have to be techie to put this on? Like, do I have to know how a stove works? Like how complicated is this, you know, project we'll call it to, to, to fix it. Yeah. Not complicated at all. The best thing about, you know, being a non-technical founder was that, you know, I'm just like everyone else. Right. And <laughs> the, the first and foremost, I wanted to make sure that this was super intuitive, that we're not changing how you cook. You've been cooking this, you know, certain way for the last 30 years. Keep that. You all you have to do is take your existing stove knob off and it'll look like this. You have a shaft there. Mm -hmm. We have um, uh, an adapter that goes on and then you put our knob over and then you use this just like you do a regular stove knob. So for mom or dad, if you're installing this, they cook like they have been. They use their stove like they have been. They don't even need the app if if they don't want access to that. Um, we do connect with voice assistants too if they use those. But um, all of the safety features are actually built or hard coded into the device itself. So um, wow. we don't need to actually do anything. In fact, even if the Wi-Fi goes out and you don't have access because now you can't see the app, all the safety features will still work. You'll just get those notifications later. So it's super simple. That was priority number one because when it comes to smart home devices, as you probably know, uh, installation and you know ease of use are all barriers to people actually using so we wanted to get that out of the way yeah is it relatively easy then to get it on, on wi-fi as well too because i know that yeah. always can be some challenge for people that's awesome because uh yeah i've done a few of those and i've had i've had right. some battles with the wi-fi so. so how how do you connect the app let's say francis is here in colorado his parents in another state how would he get his app connected to their stove yeah well so um you would have to be in person. So typically what um, our customers who are buying this for their family members are doing is on vacation or whenever they're visiting their parents, they go and install it, they get it all online. So on our app, um, it'll guide you through everything you need to do, um, just cool. like any other smart home device. Once it's connected, then you can leave, you can go wherever you need to, and it, it'll it'll all work. But uh, you do have to be in person, at least initially, to get that. No, that's makes great. That makes sense. Perfect. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so, again, this might be a, a not super smart question, but uh, can I have all my knobs be smart knobs on a, on a stove, or is it only one? Can I have, you oh. know, if I have five knobs, can I have all five? Yeah, our average order size is four, um, just okay. because most stoves have four knobs. But yeah, I mean, we recommend that you outfit your entire stove. Um, okay. We do find that 
our younger demographic customers may just buy one or two because they're using this more for the convenience, right? They use one or two burners the most. They set cooking timers. They use Alexa. Uh, but we we suggest that you outfit everything just for comprehensive. Uh, now, you said voice control. Now, if, if it's connected to, uh, you know, the voice control capability, does that mean I could say turn on knob one to certain or how does that work? Because I'm intrigued by that component for my own family. I'm thinking about this for my wife and kids now, right, like right? for us. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually a good point. We do not allow you to remotely turn any burner on for safety reasons and security okay. reasons. We don't want anyone turning a burner on, especially for a gas range. Once mm -hmm. you turn it on, then you can do anything through voice. You can set up a timer. Hey, I'm not going to say her name because she's right. going off she's over there. Um, Amazon, you know, set a timer on burner one for 10 minutes or, uh, you know, turn all burners off. Or we actually have a safety lock too. So if you want to make sure that the stove is not turned on during a certain period of time, you can enable a safety lock, which means that if it's turned on during that time, we will automatically turn it off. We'll send you a notification. This is That's primarily for little kids. Older That's accidentally, you know, in the middle yeah. of the night look. And then you also have pets that are the number of videos we have received of like dogs and cats jumping on the stove because there's something there and they turn a burner on and then they turn Yeah, everything you can do in our app, you can do through voice. That's um, so cool. actually, I have a question. You told us before the show that you had 15 minutes of fame. Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, everything came full circle. I mentioned I started this company because I was inspired by all of the entrepreneurs on Shark Tank. And within a year or six months of us building this, Shark Tank reached out to us and we actually ended up airing um, uh, about a year later. And we were offered a deal from Robert. We didn't take it. Uh, at the time, I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what this was going to become. But what I will say is that Shark Tank gave me the push I needed and the visibility um, to really see this as a huge opportunity. We heard from thousands and thousands of people about the applications of this beyond just safety and peace of mind and you know how we can really leverage automation to just build uh, a better uh, home and a better kitchen. So uh, we did get a few minutes of fame and um, it was just one point in our journey, but it did really kick us off. So that's pretty cool. Uh, can I ask more of a technical type question here? Do you have any patent pending or any type of, you know, patent protection at all for, for what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing we ever did once we had a design, not even a prototype, was a child IP. So we do have issued patents in the U.S. and also um, in other countries. And that's then awesome. we have patents pending. We have a Gen 2 that's coming out next year, mm -hmm. so a new design. Uh, and then we also have patents pending on some other sensors that we're using to more precisely control uh, your stove. So imagine if we could connect with your home security system so that when you press away or you press nighttime, that it'll automatically check for this. Or if we could use a temperature probe to detect what the temperature of your meat is that's cooking. So right. we have some other applications that we've Very also cool. well. So I'm assuming you did both utility and design patents as well then for... for um, we just did utility patents just okay. because um, uh, the... Yeah, design patents just didn't make sense for us. Gotcha. That's awesome. That's really cool. I mean, that's uh, that's yeah, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. This this is fantastic. So, it, after our audience has listened to this show, what would what advice would you give them? What tip of the day would you give them? Yeah. So, I think in today's day and age of you know social media and companies being much more transparent with their 
um, development processes is that if you have an idea of how, you know, smart technology like ours or anyone else's can better uh, better serve you even around the data, reach out, like, let us know what, what you find valuable and what you don't, because I think, um, you know, gone are the days that companies build in a silo and then you just release right. product and, and then you hope it works. Like we take customer feedback very seriously. And, um, everything that you see as part of our product was all from people telling us what they need and us doing that research. So what I would say is, um, as it relates to smart home technology and especially, you know, aging in place and for your own parents, let us know and let other companies know what we can do better and what we can add to our current product portfolio so that we can create a much better experience for everyone. That's awesome. And so to find out more, is it is it the best uh, way for them to go is to the website, omekitchen.com? Yeah. Is, that, yep. is that okay? Yep, omekitchen.com. Yep. And that is O-M-E kitchen.com yep. for those listening and not watching. And I will say I have played around the website. There's a lot of good information about this is a super user-friendly, very easy to understand. I mean, I watched a couple of the videos. I mean, it was super, I mean, this video that we're showing up right now, I mean, it's super convenient and, and easy to understand on the, how the product works. So I really applaud, you know, you breaking it down because I know, uh, I know sometimes it can be confusing to see, but you guys have done a phenomenal job of making it very simple, very straightforward. Thank you. I uh, have to give credit to my team for that. Um, yeah. they, they're amazing. But it's been super helpful um, in, in regards to that. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love the simplicity. And I do. congratulations on yeah. this. Now, where can people buy it? Do they need to go to your website? Is it in stores? Yeah, so right now we're just on our website. Um, and then when we release Gen 2 next year, it'll also be on our website. But then we are looking into retail as well. So uh, but for right now, go to our site. Yeah, and I, I'll bring that up here real quick again. I mean, it, honestly, it's 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 I think super affordable, pretty straightforward. I mean, it's right here. You can have your options of your you know one, four, or five pack. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's think it's really you, a no brainer guys, if you have kids yeah. or older adults. Yeah, you guys, or someone in your life who takes Ambien at night. Yeah, <laughs> or, or cats. I didn't realize cats or love cats. you know cats love yeah. uh, you know stove so much. My dog so. could never reach the stovetop, but. Yeah. Cats. Absolutely. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Well, absolutely. this has been amazing. It's just fantastic to meet you. We will keep an eye on you and the, the progress that you're making yes. with Ohm Kitchen. And we look forward to seeing someday where that stat of two and a half times more likely to die in a kitchen fire is reduced because of the work that you're yeah. doing here. Absolutely. And we're definitely have to bring you back with your next sensors because I was I'm pretty intrigued by your alarm tying it back to the stove. I think that's a, a great thing. So I think you guys are on the path to doing some pretty cool things. So well, thank you so uh, much for having me. Absolutely. We'll thank definitely you. be talking again, I would say. Yep. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you. Let's jump real quick into our Maverick yeah. moments here as we get ready. Well, you know, we're going to focus on what we have coming up here. And that's yep. uh, within about, what's today? today? Oh, five days. Thank you. Five, five days. days. Five, five days, days away. We have got this coming up. And Collaboration Aging, the unconference. And I can tell you we've got our final in-person meeting and uh, today. And then we obviously are meeting pretty much every day next week to set up and get things ready to rock and roll. But everything is coming back to this one theme, the human element of aging. I, I don't think... People will appreciate till after it how much 
energy we've put to ensure that is the capstone message. Yes. Yeah. So each of our pre, each of the people who are either on a panel or presenting or having any kind of participation in the event at all, they all have the human experience of aging as the theme of what right. they're talking about. We're talking about technology, the innovation and trends, how people are using technology as a force multiplier. Mm-hmm. We have a documentary on LGBTQ issues in senior care. Really, really important. And this is done by a researcher from CU Anschutz. And we're showing it as part of, as their session. So it's not like it's going to be in passive. It's going to be an active element. Yes. And a discussion point around how do we ensure, you know, how do we stop this, these, I'd say these moral victories, right? I had a post on LinkedIn I responded to, right? How do we stop these moral victories and say, oh, well, we're, we're supporting LGBT. Oh, we're supporting this or we're supporting that. How do we stop these moral victories and actually do things that impact people because whether it's funding, whether it's LGBTQ aging issues, whether it's aging issues in general, we've got to cut the crap with <laughs> seriously. With How do you feel mo- about this? Francis? With these moral victories. I mean, I just get exhausted by it because everyone's like, Oh, well we've raised, you know, 3% reimbursement for Medicaid. Okay great but inflation's 10 so how right. does that just you know how do we you know how does that and matter people would say well it's a start which is okay true right. okay we've well, been saying that for 20 years and right? yeah how do we make more sweeping yeah. change how do we actually make meaningful impactful right. changes and that's really what we're all about at this event so um put your thinking cap on and starting right now if you're coming to this event and if you're not you need to there's still time Clear your mind of anything you think you know about the industry because we want you to come as a blank slate, come with a beginner's mind, and you will begin to see things differently. And that's how we're going to solve some of these big, big problems that we're having. And as Catherine mentioned, we still have a few attendee tickets left. Sponsorships, I think, are all sold out, but maybe one. But if you want a little special insider Maverick discount, hit us up. Hit us up with a message on LinkedIn, Facebook. We will definitely be able to hook you up with a little bit of a discount code. Don't tell anybody, but we can absolutely help everybody out. Because uh, at the end of the day, we really want the change makers there. We want people that are open-minded, that are you know excited that we have made some progress. But I think it's time to add a little fuel to that fire. Yeah, and, and we can see do better. We can do. And when so, you know you can do better, you must do better. So until next time, be kind, go out, and pay it forward. <laughs>